0: Everybody, how's it going? This is Arrow E, and welcome to another edition of Every Moment with Arrow E. Now, today I have a special guest, and his name is Nate Davis. He is a great friend of mine. We we went to Wilmington University together. We've been great friends together. Um, a lot of interesting things. Um, you know, I don't really have a script for this one, so it's gonna be shooting the breeze real quick. So my friend Nate Davis, welcome. Welcome to the show, welcome, man.
1: Thanks, man. Thank you so much, Aaron. I really appreciate this. Uh um, it was great to, for you to come and uh interview me and I'm willing to uh share my experiences.
0: Uh, awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. So well uh well before no I way. begin,
1: how you doing today, man? How you doing today? Oh, I'm blessed, man. Uh so many things I could uh tell you about just being blessed and having a family and just uh, just so many things that are, you know, just looking back at our life from Wilmington University, how much we've grown and, and knowing each other as like brothers. So um, I'm just blessed to be here and, and just so many opportunities that are coming up in my life um, I would like to share. So.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: So,
0: you know, let's let, let's take a trip back, you know, to memory lane. Uh, back okay. at Wumty University, gosh, how long? Ooh, ooh, how long ago was that? When did we first <laughs> like met? I know it was, it was in the right. College of Technology area. I know right. I was going right. to school. I- yep, I mean, in ITAC. Yes, not College of Technology, no, but ITAC. Right. Yeah. Yep. No, no, so, no, it was what, no. I remember you was the proctor there. I was a student there. I didn't become a proctor yet. But right. I was, I think I was a, uh, I want to say either a freshman or sophomore. So, oh, so, sophomore. Mm-hmm. so, that would have either been in
1: '05 or '06. I think that was probably in '05. Um, I I shortly came from New York back then. It was like, uh, uh, I I was brand new to Delaware, brand new to the area. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know. I didn't have any friends. And then, you know, when I started going to school um, in Wilmington at uh, Wilmington University right. in '06, I believe. It was like 05, 06, I believe. I'm not sure what year, but around that time. And uh, I was brand new to the area, brand new to the location. I was an artist. You know, I love to draw and illustrate and animate and. Um, you were a photographer. I know mm-hmm. you always had a camera around your neck. You know, hey, oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I was always taking pictures of everything. Yeah, uh, but you were you were cool. You were cool. Yeah. Um, and I I got the job at at the ITech lab downstairs in the library. You guys know right. where the library is at in Wilmington University. Um, it's always downstairs, like in the basement, where we yep. to go underneath the ground. Yo, so underneath,
0: underneath the, the ground, nothing. no cell reception, no nothing. You had to go no, outside.
1: Nothing. Everything. Yep, everything was outside. You had you had no reception, no cell phone, no internet, no nothing. Everything was like cut off from there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was different back then. It was it was a, it's a really good memory. So, so.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It was good. Yeah, man. So yep. like, but,
0: what was your like degree in when you was
1: going there? Um, my degree was in multimedia communications. Um, I had a multi-degree. So it basically, everybody, if you know anything about the degree, um, graphic design uh, degree, it was basically in photography, illustrations, web design, as well as print. So it covered all the bases, um, which was my degree. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in, at Wilmington in 2009. I graduated. Right. So, um, um, basically covered everything. Um, but my specialty was in illustrations.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but I really, I really focused on. I love Photoshop. The programs, um, Illustrator is one of my favorites. And I like, I like, um, believe it or not, I like the print design, mm-hmm. Quark, Quark, and I learned Quark and other, Quark, other yeah. programs like uh, InDesign. I learned that on my own. So yeah, I think I think those were great programs for me. Mm-hmm. So when it mm-hmm. comes to like the
0: designing aspect, right, what got you interested right. in drawing? Like, did you draw as a kid? Mm-hmm. Did it come naturally? Were you trained? Did you go to school? Like, oh, yeah. how did
1: that all come about? Well, I, I it all started off when I was five years old. Um, I actually used to watch cartoons all the time and Looney Tunes from Bugs Bunny, the Tasman Devil to Batman to Superman, Spider-Man, all the favorite cartoons you can think of. Yeah. Um. And actually, actuality, I started drawing when I was in church. And oh. Okay. My mom, yeah. My mom, because I was very hyperactive and, mm-hmm. and you know growing up and loud, and I made sound effects. I made all these cartoon noises and sound effects. My mom wanted me to to, to be quiet in church and okay. learn how to sit quietly. So she gave me a, a sheet of paper and a pencil and told me to be quiet and draw. Mm. And that's where I found the love to draw in church so it kept me quiet it kept me focused and um, kept my imagination
2: right so waiting, do
0: you, you know, yeah. do you feel that was like a a a blessing or like that was like your first instance of that's like your true calling in life to maybe be an artist a a sketch person something like that
1: i think it was a blessing i definitely think it was a blessing it was a natural gift that I, I didn't know I had at that time. But then being so young, um, being like five years old, I started drawing cartoons. I watched Disney. Walt Disney like was my favorite, like especially Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. uh, those, those movies, the classic movies like The um, Little Mermaid, Pinocchio, yeah. um, all those cartoons that were very highly animated with colorful colors and shapes and designs caught my eye. Right. The storyline story was really what made it stand out the most to me because mm. um, I'm a storyteller too. Most people don't know, but I, I I love stories. I love illustrations and cartoons. It's all in my head. Yeah. So I really felt like, wow, this is something I can express myself with. Right. That's
0: mm-hmm. awesome. So like who... Yeah. So once you started like drawing as a kid, um, how did you like really enhance your drawing? Like, did you ask like mom and dad to to go to like art classes? Did you have like a art teacher that inspired you? Like, how did that how did that um, wow. love for art really blossom and the technique?
1: Well, it, it's interesting you ask that um, because it started off like like I said, um, it started off with the love of expression. Um, I had a lot of um, most people don't really realize that um, I I couldn't read that well when mm-hmm. I was in school, and so how I learned how to read, I learned how through pictures and through words. I, I realized that um, the like comic books and and illustrations taught a story to me, so I could All understand right. what's going on. Um, And there's more ways. There's more ways to understanding and learning than just reading. You you can learn. I'm a visual learner, so mm-hmm. everything I see, is like a, a picture. I take a snapshot of it, and it's in my brain. Right. And I, and I just learn how to duplicate it by watching it, watching patterns and watching shapes and colors. So, um, just like it's sort of like in photography, you take a picture and you got the picture in your phone or in, or on your uh camera. And right you develop the film you it's like a duplicate of the original, so oh, yeah. you always have the original as a reference, so sure. um how I've really gained to love art is when i there was no like I guess there was art teachers in high school that helped me along the way right. um but nobody nobody perso- personally came up to me was like hey look you you have a talent, I think you should. my well, mom and dad encouraged me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My mom and dad definitely encouraged me to pursue it right. along, um, but no art teachers really came up to me. Was like, "Hey, look, I see ability and talent." They thought I was talented, but um, y- y- you know, back in the day, I'm I'm 37, but back in the day, you know, um, you know, I didn't like school. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I'll be honest with you, I didn't like school at all. Why? Because I didn't get it. Why? Yeah. Um, it's just because I had a lot of teachers who doubted me. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, in high school, a lot of teachers doubted me and they thought I wasn't smart enough to go to college um, because I have a learning disability, I have dyslexia. Right. Um, which, if you know what dyslexia is, I don't know if you know mm-hmm. what that is, but it, it it switches the brain switches off to like uh, it, it inverts the words. When I like, if I read the sign that says stop sign, I read yeah. it backwards. The S T O P. It says like K- pots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Like
0: Tom, from... Tom Cruise yeah. had
1: that. Yeah.
0: Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah, he grew up with
1: that too. Mhm. So I had a lot of teachers think I thought I wasn't. They they actually told my parents I wasn't smart enough to go to college. Um, and actually didn't believe in me. So high school was really, I was fighting against a lot. So I overcame a lot. Right. I mean, that's, you know, what's
0: actually good about that? Your parents didn't agree with those teachers and you didn't agree with those teachers. You know, that's like a good thing because, you know, some people will be like, well, if they say I'm not good, I'm just maybe I'm not. So you overcame that. Your parents overcame that. You know, right? one thing that kind of shocks me is like, if you're a teacher, you're mm-hmm. teaching the future. Why crush ah,
2: right.
0: someone's dreams, someone's hopes, someone's ambitions? You know, right. like that. Like
1: I, ugh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I know it, it, it's 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 crazy because now I now I'm teaching kids with this, with kids with disabilities. Right. And that's a, another passion I love because uh, I was there. I I was there with them learning how to learning my own way how to learn because right. back then it, we don't have the technology we have then like now sure um so it's it's different now so there's other ways of learning there's other methods of learning back then it was only taught one way right and if you didn't learn that way it was like you're you're, you're just putting special ed special education that's where you belong right you're Forgotten about a lot of times you're forgotten about so but just because I was in special ed doesn't mean that I couldn't go to college. Right. So I had to prove them wrong. You know, uh, my mom was like, you're going to college. Everyone in the family family's going to college. And I'm not giving up on you. Right. Just because you learn differently. And, and that's it. That's the way God made you. You know, sure. so nothing was really wrong with me. It was just something was wrong with the teachers because they didn't know how to teach me.
2: Right. That's yeah. true. That's true. And <laughs> with.
0: With like that, like with um, dyslexia, maybe they didn't know about dyslexia or how to really teach kids with dyslexia. But now we have technology, we have programs and people are speaking out if they have dyslexia. And it's not a bad thing. It's
1: just you got to alter the way to teach somebody. Exactly. Exactly. And that brings it back to illustrations and drawings. That helped me learn how to read.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Pictures. I associate the pictures with the words, so it mm-hmm. helped me learn how to read. And in a way, I kind of self taught myself how to read. Right. In a way. Even though the teachers did help me when I was in special ed, uh-huh. I, I used pictures and drawings, so I would draw, maybe like look like a stop sign, and mm-hmm. associate okay that looks like stop sign. Everything. Every time I see the stop sign, it's an octagon shape, and it's right. red and white. White letters, and I can draw it out myself and visualize it. It's a mm-hmm. stop sign. Yeah. So memorization, memorization. I I relied on my memory. to right. Help me learn how. To read, help me learn how to read. Yeah, and yeah. and I,
0: and now that you mentioned that, I, it something just uh, hit me. It was um, you oh. mentioned with shapes and drawing. That's like I think probably one of our first like communication tools like yeah. being a civilization yeah. if you think about it before words mm-hmm. there was pictures in Egypt all they had was um hieroglyphics and things like that
1: so oh yeah hieroglyphic cave cave drawings and mm-hmm. you know um um the uh caveolithic drawings like like the where they sketched the, the the stick figures and the buffalo drawings yep. on the wall if you look at the Mediterranean Mm-hmm. But like the caves and stuff you can see that and even in egypt like the like you said um the hieroglyphics, the right where it, it talked about um uh, pharaoh and the mm-hmm. god the sun god ra and it talked about um uh, um all the different gods in egypt yeah how they learn how to read through drawings so that's how i learned how to read through drawings
2: yeah so, so- yeah
1: to
0: tell a story everything in life is all about storytelling um so you graduated wilmington university with your bachelor's degree in the multimedia design so what was that feeling like being able to say hey Uh, i achieved this goal
1: oh i mean it was it was amazing uh i I would say it it was one like, you ever, like, you ever see the movie Rocky? Yep. And, you know, the part where he, ju- he jogs up on the, it's like the, I forget where it's at. It's in Philadelphia. Uh, it's Philadelphia. the, I
0: think the museum, the
1: museum, I believe, museum, yeah. museum, and then he jumps on, on, on the top of the building once he gets to the top. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt, like, at that mountain, when I was at the mountaintop, and I, and I, I victoriously accomplished that goal. And it felt amazing because I didn't think I could do it
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I had, I didn't have a lot of confidence in high school and in right. college. I I, during, I gained the confidence as soon as I finished each each semester. But it, it put the push from my family, my mom, my dad. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad died in 2003. So that really made me even more motivated to finish
2: because mm-hmm.
1: um, he, he was always going to school. He was always, learning. Um, he never stopped until he died. Right. So you know, he died going to school and um he was writing his um he was writing I I know this interview's about me but no, no 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 go go, go go, go Tell me about your okay. dad. Tell me about your dad. Tell okay. me about your father. Man. Okay. Well the part was um he, he he basically accomplished so much even though he was sick. He right. he had cancer. He had cancer and he he was writing his dissertation for his uh, doctorate degree. Right. And he couldn't even, he lost use of his hands. Because what happened was, there was a nurse that, uh, in a VA hospital in, in the Bronx, right, there was a nurse that, right. that injected him with a needle and punctured one of his major uh, nerves in his writing hand. Oh, so imagine just using two fingers to type. Right. In. The rest of your hand is paralyzed. Hmm. you know, I'm actually just it, it, picturing that that's yeah, yeah, like you you have no use of your the rest of your the rest of your body of your hands, your right hand is gone, you know, it's crazy, you know, and he almost finished to the point where he was almost done, and then he got sick and died, but he completed his journey, you know, so he was always going to school, he never stopped
2: right what,
1: Even what, was, his, Even if, what mm-hmm. was his major what was he uh doing and going for um he was going for counseling um biblical and family counseling he was uh he was already a practice. he was already uh, in he already started his own practice right um which he did counseling and in, in in at his house but he mm-hmm. also did counseling he also started um uh, what most people do not realize he started a center called the Joshua Center in Mm -hmm. Belvedere, Delaware, in Belvedere, Delaware.
2: Okay.
1: And, and the Joshua Center is still there.
0: So what is the Joshua Center? What
1: did they do? The Joshua Center, well, now they, there's a new owner now, uh, Hmm. but the Joshua Center is, is owned by the church. But now I think it's owned by the city uh, now and they, they run it. um, It helps, it helps people with counseling to find counseling it also helps train people who want to be counselors okay yeah so my dad started help started that
2: nice the founder
1: yeah. that's awesome that's awesome yeah. bro he did a lot of things before his time was up so yeah He accomplished a lot yeah and, and plus he was a pastor in new york he started um hilkiah family life ministries which was uh, helping people in the, in the projects in in the ghetto and helping them with like you know education and school and and and, and he did a whole lot. It's like, right. He was writing a book. You know, he wrote a chapter in the in book with the preachers and counselors. Mhm. Um but yeah, 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 that, he was my inspiration to finish.
0: So That's good, man. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So Graduation, graduating, great feeling, um, proud moment. Show those teachers who didn't believe in you that, hey, not only did I graduate high school, I got my bachelor's degree, but, but, but what happened? What did you go for after your bachelor's degree? What did you go for?
1: for, I went for my master's. Uh
2: huh. There
1: you go. There you go. Yep, yeah, we're working on it now, and um for my education, uh, for education field, right? Um, so I want to go. I'm going back to school now and trying to get for, for my master's degree in in
2: education. So mm-hmm.
1: just to show you that all those teachers who doubted me, mm-hmm. I'm I'm an educator. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there
2: you go,
1: yeah. man. So, um, yeah, man. I'm just excited to do more things and, and help people. Mm-hmm. Um, like like i said like um um now my other half she helps me out a lot
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i gotta mention her because yeah. she she definitely has motivated me to, to do better in my life. Mm-hmm. so um, well me. uh-huh keep going
0: you
1: yeah her name is tiffany mm-hmm. tiffany's on that and you know we we have a child together right children together, children together
2: we children together love.
1: Three, three of them: uh, Nisha, Chloe, and Faith.
2: Nice. So, so,
1: yeah. So,
0: what is so? Tell me, what is that like being being a father? Like when you first found out you was having a child, what was <laughs> that like? But also, too, when when you. F- when you hear or feel like, man, I'm a father, what does that mean to you? Like, what, what, how does that change now your life, your world, from being man. like single, no like really responsibilities but yourself to now, not only do you have Tiffany, your significant other, but now you're raising a family. Like, how, how is all that?
1: Wow. Well, it mind blows me, man. It, it blows my mind. Um, it's most. It's like you ever. I guess the best thing. It's like a graduation and a surprise, like a mm. surprise party at the same time. Like right, you, know, you don't know how to feel because it's it's amazing. Um, it's you ever won the lottery? Well, it's like winning the lottery and a graduation at the same mm. time. It's like where do I begin? Right. It's, uh, being a father is one of my biggest dreams. Ever since I yeah. was a teenager, I wanted to be a father. Not not as a teenager, but I wanted to be a father when I'm yeah. old and grown and done school, mm-hmm. um, which I am. Um, But it, it blew my mind because it, it was a total surprise, right. um, you know, out of nowhere. And it, and it was a blessing in, in disguise because it helped me. It actually helped save my life because uh, I, I was going through some personal struggles mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of uh depression sometimes Right. Yeah. you know I, I i went through a lot of loss growing up mm-hmm. in, in seeing my father die and going through at age 21 and then not being able to express myself it was hard right. um so i numbed myself to a lot of things mm-hmm. but when i That's... saw my mom when i saw that I'm having a baby and I got a call actually when I was I remember the day it was in January it was mm-hmm. the, January 2nd I believe I got I got a call from Tiffany she called me when I was at work right. my first day of orientation two years ago a year ago and they were saying that um she was like yeah um I thought I was sick but I'm pregnant and I said wait 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 wait, wait <laughs> slow down, slow down, slow down i said hold on i gotta sit down for this i gotta sit down i said say that again and she said we are pregnant i'm having a baby i said are you serious i said you're not joking with me are you are you are you really serious and i i couldn't believe it and it was like the smile mark like it was like christmas time Mm. It, it began to come on my face and when I came back to orientation, everybody's looking at me. What's wrong? Like, what? And my heart's beating fast. You know, I had to catch my breath. I was hyperventilating. I had to get drink water. Right. You know? <laughs> it was like I ran a marathon and I won. And hey, it was yo, like, man. wow. You know, I'm a father. I really am a father right now. You know? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe it. It was surreal. And, uh, man, it was one of the best moments in my life. I, I'll never forget it nice best moments in life and, and now I now I have a beautiful child who's one and a half years old there you go it blows blows my mind looking at her because she looks like me mm-hmm. and she looks like Tiffany too but she looks like me too mm-hmm. so it's like I create I helped create this I didn't create it I helped create this
2: right because
1: God made her beautiful yeah you know amen yeah 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 so it was, it was amazing Mm-hmm. But fatherhood is is different now because now I have a real I'm a real family I have a family, right? And, and yeah. my single days of going out are over pretty much like going out to clubs and you know mm-hmm. I didn't go out to clubs a lot I just went out to bars every once in a while hanging out with friends, right? Casually, casually dating at, you know that was I hated doing that anyway,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: um I, I I wanted to settle down and anyway, find a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, wife, kids. Um, it, it it was just something I always wanted. Right. And I did not want to be too old to have kids either. You know, sure. being old and sixty, fifty years old having a child that's too old for me. Yeah. So I'm at a good age. <laughs> there you go, and man. everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. hmm
2: Yeah. Sure. True. Yeah, man. So, being yeah. a
0: father, what does family now mean to you? Like now, what does family
1: mean to you? Um, family means everything to me. Um, I I feel like it's changed me, it made me more of a a, a, a sensitive person. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it brought my fatherhood, like the fatherhood feelings, back. Like 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 I was an uncle before. Being an uncle is different from being a father. Sure. Um you know, it's not the same. Um you know, it's just that natural that natural uh tendency to protect your children. Right there. Um the natural ability to provide mm-hmm. is there, you know. Um being a father is a provider and protector. Um, all right. Cool. You know, like all times. Like, I'm always asking, what, what does Faith eat today? I'm always asking every day, what what is she doing? You know, because when I'm at work, I don't really see her. Right. So i have to figure out, you know, I, I'm wondering how, how she eating. Is she walking? Is she talking? What's her development? I'm very involved. So mm-hmm. even when I'm not there, I'm involved. So um, it's a blessing. You know, it's a blessing, man, in disguise. And it's taught me a lot made me grow up fast. it made me grow up in my mind because I was all you know I was always a kid at heart right it made made me grow up like it makes you grow up like Mm -hmm. in the way you think not always doing for you you're doing for others that's true Uh, yeah that's true that's good Mm -hmm. so
0: all girls right all girls right all girls yeah all all girls. girls All girls. <laughs> <Yeah, man. laughs> uh um, so so wait. Wait, so you mentioned uh Faith your first mm-hmm. daughter now how how did how before having Faith um mm-hmm. Tiffany has her own children right Yes yeah. So how how did that come about like how did how did you transition to like, okay, I'm, I'm accepting, uh, your children kind of like as my own, like how, how does that come about?
1: Oh, well, you know, I I felt like it was natural, um, interaction with them because at first, you know, oldest daughter, she was, she was, um, I think she was 10 when I met her or 11. She was 11 when I met her. Mm -hmm. And, uh, at first, she was worried about me. She was like, "Oh, I don't know who is he, you know? I know this is my mom's friend, but who is he, you know?" Right. And I introduced myself as as Mr. Nate, Mr. Nate mm. Davis, or Mr. Nate. Or you, how, you know, it's weird because um, going into a, a blended family is is a blessing. Right. But at the same time, you have to get to know that that child. You can't just jump into a relationship with that child. You have to get to know that child. So. Right. Um, it takes time. Um, it takes, you know, patience. Um, right. it wasn't, it wasn't smooth sailing all the way because, um, you know, there's some bumps in the road because of upbringing differences and raising children, um, differences of parenting, parenting differences. Um, right. uh, like, you know, she grew up a different way than I grew up, but, you know, um, the way Tiffany, Tiffany, we, we both agreed on one thing we both always agreed on was raising our children in church, right. and teaching them values, teaching them values and, and core values that we believe in, mm-hmm. like giving into given to the, the less fortunate helping right. those in need, um, giving back to the community mm-hmm. and treating people the way you want to be treated. You know, uh, we believe in those things. Uh, like I said, um, there were some bumps in the road, but now I think we're in a good place. Right. Uh understanding the baby girl, the other girl, um, Chloe, mm-hmm. she's five. I love her to death. Um, she she off the back she called me daddy. I was like, Wow <sighs> I, I was like <laughs> okay <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, I, I I really enjoyed being around them and it was like playful, playing all the time. I was very playful with them. When right. I was the park went out to Movies. A couple of times we went out to. We just had good times, you know. Just get to know them. What they like. Right. What into playing playing tea party, playing basketball, uh, doing TikTok, the app thing. Mm-hmm. On you know, there's, there's this thing where you can dance and, and like it's sort of like um, lip sync. Yep. You can dance to music and make mm-hmm. music videos. And, it's kind of cool. Right. So I learn learn how I learn what they like. I learned what they're into, and uh, like I said, it wasn't always it, like I said it wasn't always easy. But now mm-hmm. it's easier than it was. You know, so I I got a chance to get to know them. Right. And I right. respect them. So, and they're, they're like my kids. They are my kids. So nice. So I'm gonna leave you
0: with one more final question, man. Sure. Um, before we wrap up. So one more final okay. question. And that is going to be on, on, on Mm -hmm. family, but more so on daughters. How would Mm -hmm. you raise your, how would, how would you raise your daughters to see Mm -hmm. what a man should truly be like? How would you show them? How would, how would you raise them to see what a man
1: should be like? That is a good question. Um, and I'm going to take my time with this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how would I raise my daughters to know what a good man looks like? Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah. Well, take, for example, the best example I had in my life was my father. Right. You know, what a man, The way a man is supposed to treat you is a man is supposed to treat you like a queen Mm -hmm. for who you really are um i got a call coming in but a man is supposed to treat you like a queen like who who you really are right and um if he doesn't treat you with the respect like open the door for you or uh calling you by your name you know and and respecting your body Mm -hmm. because you know as a woman nowadays it's it's hard hard out here you know i know it's hard um for women to gain the respect especially in today's society for men to they they're looked at as sex objects and they're looked at objectively they're looked in different ways not respected i want a woman i want my my daughters to realize what a man is supposed to be a man is supposed to be a protector a nurturer a provider and a confidant a, a person who is a partner right um not working against each other you know um like the tribe the, the the triangle effect is man woman and then god mm-hmm. so the man is supposed to be on the same level as a woman but their relationship is supposed to point directly in a triangle towards god mm-hmm. that's how I look at it you know and if that relationship not pointing towards god then there is no relationship right you know, because I feel like everything's supposed to point towards God directly up, mm-hmm. not the opposite. down. You know, if a man puts you down and, and and puts his hands on you or talks to you in any kind of way that's negative, mm-hmm. you don't need that in your life. Right. And so you, you, you need to cut that person off.
2: Right.
1: And that's why I want them to know who I am. So I'm the example that what they should have. Right. Not like me, not just like me, but I want them to be an example to how to treat a woman. Yeah, so yeah, and that's what my dad was an example to me. So I'm gonna be an example to my girls. girls. There you go,
0: man. There you go. Yeah. Follow following the footprints, following the footprints, man. Amen. Awesome amen. Man. amen. Well thank you very much for your time, Nate. Um Absolutely. Thank really? you again. Awesome. Well yes, have right. a have a
1: good time. Um, and um yeah. talk to you later, bro. Talk to you later. Thank you, Errol, for having me on the, on the show and I appreciate you what you're doing. It's great.
2: Awesome. Thank you, man. Have a good one. All right. Take care. You too.